0: A day is a long time in politics. The resignation of Boris Johnson. Friday the 9th of June, 2023. There is an often repeated saying that a week is a long time in politics. Today it seems as if the saying has to be speeded up to meet the pace of everyday life. I've just posted my weekly newsletter, which begins... As I write, news is emerging of charges against former President Trump and former Prime Minister Boris Johnson. There seems to be a mysterious symmetry at work. Both suffered a serious career setback politically. Both now face political disgrace and criminal charges. Both retain hopes of a political comeback. The early news today is outpacing even these overnight headlines. Many of us rely on social media to catch up. Now even the BBC news bulletins are being conducted with reporters reading from their phones what is appearing on Twitter. One unsubstantiated rumour is that Nadine Dorries is to be elevated to the House of Lords in Boris Johnson's controversial honours list. This will permit a by-election in her constituency conveniently allowing Johnson to replace her in her safer seat at the next general election. In addition, the report of the internal investigation into Johnson is believed to find him guilty of misleading Parliament during the Partygate scandal and would be recommending his suspension from Parliament. Twitter continues tweeting furiously about such events reported by the BBC as politically significant. Then there's a tweet from a Dean Dorries, which seems to deny such rumours. I won't stand down and trigger a by-election. But only a few hours later, again, I have today informed the Chief Whip that I am standing down as the MP for Mid-Bedfordshire, with immediate effect. It has been an honour to serve as the MP for such wonderful constituency, but it is now time for another to take the reins. Something big is breaking. Then, almost immediately, Boris Johnson is announced that having been studying two bits of unwelcome news, he discovers that the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has rejected several names from that controversial honours list, including that of his father Stanley and his faithful co conspirator Nadine Doris in that murky resignation for honours wheeze I mentioned. Even more damaging, he was learning of the conclusions of the Second Partygate Committee, Rumours are swilling around. Then, at around 8pm, the big news breaks. Ironically, on the BBC Question Time programme. Not in its near-continuous news bulletins throughout the day. Twitter also captured the news and the political mood. BBC audience applauds and cheers after being told Boris Johnson had resigned. Coming from the Huffington Post UK. The resignation letter was as spectacular as might have been expected. It has few of the Churchillian flourishes of Boris the Public Entertainer, but some of the defiance of a political suicide note. I will do my best to incorporate some of the emotions they seem to be conveying. I have received a letter from the Privilege Committee making it clear, much to my amazement, that they are determined to use the proceedings against me to drive me out of Parliament. They have still not produced a shed of evidence that I knowingly or recklessly misled the Commons. Most members of the committee, especially the chair, had already expressed deeply prejudicial remarks about my guilt before they'd even seen the evidence. They should have recused themselves. Their purpose from the beginning has been to find me guilty regardless of the facts. This is the very definition of of a kangaroo court. In retrospect, it was naive and trusting of me to think that these proceedings could be remotely useful or fair. But I was determined to believe in the system and in justice, and to vindicate what I know to be to to, to, to be the truth. It was the same faith in the impartiality of our systems that led me to commission Sue Gray uh, to lead the committee. It is clear that my faith has been misplaced. Uh, of course, it suits the Labour Party, the Labour, de- the Liberal. De- Liberal Democrats and the SNP people to do whatever they can to remove me from Parliament When I left office last year the government was only a handful of points behind in the polls That gap has now massively widened I'm now being forced out of Parliament by, by, by a timely handful of people with no evidence to back up their assertions uh, and without the approval even of Conservative Party members let alone the wider electorate It is in no one's interest however that the process the committee has launched should continue for a single day further. So I have today written to my association in Nusbridge and South Risley p- p- to say that I am stepping down forthwith and triggering an immediate by-election. It is very sad to be leaving p- Parliament, at least for now, but above all, I am bewildered and appalled that I can be forced out anti-democratically by a committee chaired and managed by Harriet Hartman with such egregious bias. Well, BBC News is new running breaking news every half hour. Committed supporters of Boris Johnson appear. The video clips make good material for anyone studying the features of conspiracy theories and the blind faith of believers. They seem to be repeating a shared belief which starts with the unique political skills of their leader in winning the party an 80-seat majority and getting Brexit done. He's been disposed by a witch hunt or kangaroo court. He has done nothing wrong. Other guests on the programme had various counter-arguments pointing out the committee had a voting majority of Conservatives and that Harriet Harman was a non-voting chair. Yes, it certainly has been a long day in politics. A postscript: the story developed in the following days. Two further Conservative MPs resigned who were deselected from Johnson's honours list. Then the mail on Sunday: just like Mrs. Thatcher, Boris is a tiger and done. A repost from Steve Richards, a distinguished journalist. I wonder how many of their readers are brainwashed by this. When a paper becomes so absurd, I dare to hope its capacity as a propagandist is diminished. But perhaps not. Then drip feed from Dave Fortu Law. Privileged committee considering action against those who spoke against the committee and calling it a kangaroo court as being in contempt of parliament. The fog of battle is clearing. To date, the body count has reached four, including the former Prime Minister. Another political story, the arrest of former SNP leader Nicholas Sturgeon begins to share the headlines.